What is up, everyone? It's John here at the top of the episode to give you some podcast shout-outs. So please, check out the Dynamic Duel podcast, the Avengers podcast, Max Destruction, Senjo World, Smash Trivia Presents the Gamma Analysis, the Going Merry podcast, Why So Sidious, Block Blunders, Cheers Big Ears, the Stark Wars podcast, MCU's Bleeding Edge, the Don't Be a Hero podcast, and the Guy at the Movies podcast. These shows are all great friends of this show, and I feel like you will enjoy their content and deserve your support. I'm terrible at movie trivia. Yeah, you can just come right out and say it. It's names that I think you struggle with more than anything. Realistically, yeah, like the actors' names, man, I maybe know Liu Kang's name, that's it. Welcome to the Mad Trivia Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Mad Trivia Podcast. I am, as always, your host, Mad Trivia John. And this week, I have brought in my former co-host with uh, the Movie Slash Media Night with the Boys podcast, our former movie and television and game and music and everything else in between review podcast. Zachary Hepburn, who's now going to be going on to host the Senjo World podcast, a podcast which pits anime characters against each other. And I'm going to let Zach tell you more about that now. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here. I haven't podcasted in a little while, but uh, it's nice to be back in the space. So like John's saying, um, my new podcast that's coming out is a battle-focused podcast. Exactly like, you know, the Dynamic Duel or the Max Destruction, which you guys have had on this show before, right? Um, and yeah, this one is just going to be based on anime characters. Taking all, you know, all the top tier, everybody's favorite characters, and, you know, just running the numbers and, you know, having them go at it. See who is the actual winner. So at some point, we're going to run a, a Goku duel, and uh, John's going to be battling with that one so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be fun well before we actually go further than this i must let everyone know because i am changing the format again just a little bit this time i'm not doing the whole switch like i did last time this time i'm completely omitting the collection of words part of the show itself um so everyone knows i pre-sent the list of replacement words to zach so he can fill in the list prior to recording uh, so essentially, everything's already been done on that aspect. There's no more collecting the words in real time. It gives me the opportunity to add the interviewing portion of the show, giving people the opportunity to explain you know, where the source of their podcast love is or where the source of the things that they love most are. Um, and in this case, I'm going to let Zach go into his love of anime and where it came from. So look forward to going forward uh, instead of collecting Mad Libs, learning more about my guests, which is something that I haven't done yet. Where did your love from anime come from? I guess it kind of came from, I don't know, just being a kid uh, around Christmas time on, you know, the local television channels, right? Because I'm in Canada, for one. We don't really have, like, Cartoon Network and stuff like that. We had our own version called, like, YTV. So around Christmas time, they always started playing, like, anime movies and stuff. And, you know, I first got to see, like, Trigun, Gundam Wing, Endless Waltz, Inuyasha, Stuff like that, I just, I would be able to watch during Christmas time, and I always loved it. And Pokemon came out, Digimon, Dragon Ball, One Piece, right, Bleach. All those shows just started coming out when I started becoming a teenager, so I kind of wasn't really into it too much until probably like my senior year of high school. 
and I kind of got right back into it. And I just started watching all kinds of crazy stuff. Plus, the internet was out by that time. So I was just downloading everything. I was watching, like, I was downloading full series, like, everything. I watched so much anime probably when I was, like, 17, 18. And it, I've just been kind of going on since then. So that's kind of, like... I was going to say, for those of us who are a little bit younger, uh, the internet came around when we were kids. So we still had to do things like download. We didn't have streaming services and the ability to just let things play as we wanted to watch them when we were young. We had to wait. Or or find them on like DVD or VHS even. Oh, VHS. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Blockbuster. Can't forget about Blockbuster. Bruh. Blockbuster video. As people who have listened know, the literal savior of Boondock Saints. The only reason that movie ever became popular is because of Blockbuster Video. Yeah, I actually rented that from Blockbuster myself. So, yeah, that's that's the only reason I've seen it. <laughs> Thank you, Blockbuster Video, for your uh, seriously underknown contributions to society, both in America and Canada. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's anime <laughs> yeah and um since we're both podcasters where did your love of podcasts begin um it probably started probably around the same time as yours if anything because we started a show together so i would probably say just a couple years ago but i've always kind of been into listening to podcasts just took me a while before i actually got into the community mm-hmm. so i don't know let's say you know half a decade for like the last five-ish years. All right, so let's talk about your movies. Mortal Kombat from the 90s, for clarification, because the newer one is something that a lot of people don't like. Warriors of Virtue, the Power Rangers movie, also from the 90s, because, again, the more recent one is something that a lot of people don't like. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Secrets of the Ooze specifically, and How High. Also from the 90s, the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. (laughs) There's a trend here. Four out of five are all of the same time and style of movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, shit, where do I start? Um, <laughs> start with Power Rangers. Um, Power Rangers. I've, I've always, I've always been a Power Ranger fan, even like from childhood. Grew up watching it. I've watched every single season of Power Rangers. And, you know, every year, year and a half, I'll end up re-watching this, like, Power Rangers movie. And as cheesy as it is and as terrible as the cgi is i still love it it's my power rangers it's something i grew up with so i've always yeah i've always loved it i have power ranger funko pops on my shelf as we as we're speaking so power rangers that's yeah always watch that mighty morphin mighty morphin is definitely the original and the best in my opinion yeah you know even even though the movie didn't have you know zach trini or jason it had rocky aisha and adam and Adam is probably, the guy is Johnny Young Bosch, and he's probably one of my favorite voice actors, English voice actors, I should clarify. He's the voice of Ichigo from Bleach. Yeah, he, he did a lot of stuff. Uh, what about Warriors of Virtue? Why do you like that one so much? So I was babysitting this kid at one point uh, growing up, and he was like, oh, can we watch this new movie I got? And I was like, sure. We put it on, and it's essentially, like, it's like a, it's a, it's a children's movie. But it's basically like this kid, he gets sent into this other dimension, and there's these warriors of virtue. Each one of the warriors represent a different virtue and element. So you had like wood, metal, fire, water, 
and um, earth. So each virtue had an element. And the funny thing, but it's also really cool, was they're kangaroo people. But not everybody in the like in this alternate dimension place are kangaroo people. It's just these like warriors of virtue. So these five people are kangaroo people. And then everybody else is kind of human. There's a couple other like animal hybrid humans there, like a buffalo and a goat or something but all in all like i've always loved that movie and the cool thing about it is it's like a children's version of like a chinese kung fu movie like with all like the wire fighting you know the tiptoeing across water and stuff and it still holds up to this day and i think the big thing that i really like about it is it's mainly all practical effects i think that's why i chose a lot of 90s movies it was for mainly the practical effects minus mortal kombat because uh that one had some really terrible CGI. It wasn't really about that. And I'm thinking about it like when I was rewatching all these movies, I was like, yeah, back in the day, like we didn't really care about CGI and everything. I think the modern day and everybody are just so spoiled by these crazy animations that we get that they forget. We never used to have this stuff and we used to have great movies. I don't know. That's just my opinion. But yeah, Warriors of Virtue. I've always loved it. And the Kung Fu aspect. And who doesn't love a Kung Fu kangaroo? Like, I would wear that on a t-shirt. I'm hazarding to say that it would be called a kangaroo. Basically, yeah. Kangaroo kung fu. I think that'd be a great fighting right? style. And now they need to add that to the next Mortal Kombat game. That's that's a big fact. Or, instead of in Tekken, because they have like a boxing kangaroo, have it do kung fu instead. Yeah. Right? I know you're listening, uh, Midway Games. I know you're doing it. Uh, since we're talking Mortal Kombat, let's, let's flow right into that one. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Mortal Kombat. It's... Basically, like, as cheesy as it is, there's not too much terrible CGI. A couple things here. I literally watched it, like, yesterday, and, you know, Scorpion, when he shoots the snake thing out of his hand, I don't know if they've remastered it or what, but, like, it doesn't look terrible. But, yeah, again, like, you know, martial arts movie, video game movie. I think what it is is they chose such good actors to represent each of the characters. Like, the guy who plays Johnny Cage was oh i'm forgetting the name of the show right now but it, it was uh you know the guy who uh kill bill the guy who plays bill i can't remember his name but you know that guy he had a tv show in the 90s and he had like a cop partner right johnny cage is that cop partner the actor who played him so that guy actually does no martial arts and stuff which is why i'm a little upset that they cast what's his face to play johnny cage in the new movie oh um carl urban Carl Urban, yeah. Carl Urban can't throw high kicks. He can't do the splits. I would have much rather seen The Miz. Yeah, I would have taken that even, but it is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, Mortal Kombat, I don't know. I watched that movie like twice a year. I love I love that cheesy movie. Like, I'll watch one and two back to back. And they take place back to back. I was a little upset they replaced Sonya in the second one, but the actress is uh, a lot hotter, I guess. There's that. Bridget Wilson was... um. She wasn't the hottest, but I mean, she was an icon. Everyone knew her face. I mean, that the movie did have a lot of big names in it. I mean, it it very much so goes to be said that despite the fact that the character of Raiden was whitewashed, Christopher Lambert was probably the only person that could get away with it. Yeah, but Raiden was kind of always depicted, like, even in the video games, he seemed like he was a white guy, you know? It's not until this new game that's coming out that it seems like, oh, Raiden is actually Asian, like he should be. But I've always, I've always thought that Raiden was a white guy. But in the video games, he has, like, whited out eyes, and he usually has lightning sparking off of them, so you can't really tell, you yeah, know? That's true. 
That's true. But but I've always considered him a white guy, so I, I never really thought that Raiden being white in this movie really played much of a factor. And then, but then they terribly cast him in the second movie, right? Yeah. So that was a little crappy, but what can you do, right? Yeah, there was definitely a difference between the first one and the second one, and it wasn't just the casting. <laughs> yeah, they added a lot more crappy CGI, that's for sure. That dragon scene, yeah. the, wor- the worm, the three-headed worm thing, oh, no thank you. <laughs> Finish him. Okay, what about um, Secret of the Ooze? Secret of the Ooze. I always forget that this isn't the first Ninja Turtles movie, right? <laughs> like I was telling you when I cho- when I was picking the movies, I just said TMNT, and then I was like, no, wait a second, like I want the one with Tankar and Razor. Like you know what I mean? Like that's my favorite one. Vanilla Ice. He can't go wrong. You know what yeah. I mean? Like go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Go ninja, go ninja, go. You know what I mean? I even sent you a message on Instagram with the lyrics to the song because I was like, "This is mm-hmm. the shit." Certainly did. And I and I wrote it out. I didn't copy and paste it. I wrote that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, you immediately mentioned the fact that it's a pothole. <laughs> yes, and then yeah, exactly. It was kind of like okay. The Ninja Turtles get thrown into this thing, and instead of just freaking out that oh look, there's giant humanoid turtles fighting. Another spiky humanoid turtle and a wolf. You're just going to start rapping, and then all of a sudden you know that they're ninjas? Like, all the lyrics? <laughs> I was like, come on, Vanilla. Come on, Vanilla, you're no psychic. But, yeah, you know, even the first the first movie's also really good. Like, this one basically just picks up right after that. But I definitely prefer this one because you get a little more backstory on the turtles and, the, and about the ooze and stuff, and... You know, the turtles always thought there was something special, and it turns out, no, you guys were just literally just a mistake. Just some scientists fucking around, and and then you guys have. It's always kind of been my, like, favorite movie. I've always loved the turtles. Again, you know, got the turtle Funko Pops. It's the Ninja Turtles. Like, do I really got to say much more, you know? Everybody loves the Ninja yeah, Turtles. They're one of those groups of, uh, or one of those franchises even that it, it's pretty unquestionable, the, the popularity of them. Yeah, right? And the suits, like, the suits that they use, those things still kind of look good, you know what I mean? Like, I was at Comic-Con the other year, and they had, they had like, just the, the heads, and I was like, should I buy one of those? But I was like, if I'm buying one of those, I need the animatronic one, where, you know, the eyes and the mouth move. And again, practic- practical effect. No crappy CGI in those movies, you know what I mean? And they're fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ninja agree. Turtles, that's... And then, of course, the last one, the only one that breaks from the uh, styles and genre and even time of the other four, and that's How High. Yeah, you know, How High is basically like my high school era. It came out when I just started smoking. It just fit, right? Plus, I love hip-hop. Always been a fan of, you know, Method Man and Red Man. And the movie's just fucking great. You know what I mean? Like, every little aspect. It is a little, like plays to the stereotypes a bit but i think that's kind of what makes it as funny as it's supposed to be because of the stereotypes that they use in the movie red man method man and i was really surprised there was like no rapping in the movie itself right yeah i think that's that's one thing that yeah i think that's one thing that they were kind of missing but other than that how high is a great movie i love that shit i um boo there's, there's two lines. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, actually, there's more than two lines that come to mind. But like, um, one of one of my favorite things that that I always go back to when I even think about that movie is, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to fricker. <laughs> oh yeah. 
fuck. <laughs> that guy's hilarious. Yeah. That guy's the hilarious. The jealous boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. So good. Damn, I'm forget yeah. I'm forgetting his name already, but he's probably a Brad. Yeah, yeah I feel I'm... like he's a Brad. He's a jock. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A rowing jock to boot. Yeah, and then of and course then, yeah. there's uh, Got Blunt, Got Weed. <laughs> right? No, my favorite, my favorite and think most iconic one for me is they're smoking, you know what I mean? They smoke the joint, the ghost shows up, right? And Red Man, like, he's like, holy shit, I'm a ghost. And he jumps out of the car and he starts like running around. And he's like, I'm a ghost, 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 ghost. And he's just like running around. And then he tries to like run it through the car and just like smacks into it. And he's like, ow, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> And then he punches the car, and he's like, oh, shit. And he's like, oh, fuck, I must not be high enough. I was like, yo, that is the best part of that fucking movie. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, and then... That one, obviously, Half-Baked, too. Yes, Half-Baked, yes, yes. I, I got that one a little bit later, because I didn't really know about Chappelle for a little while. But that is, that is definitely, definitely up there. And then also, too, in high school, when a teacher would be giving a shit, me and all my friends would always just say, boo-foo, like to the teacher because they, they had no clue and we were just basically saying you know fuck you to the teachers it was nice yeah <laughs> that's great and i i would like to think that bufu could be translated to back up fuck you because of the way the letters work out yeah i mean it makes more sense in the high school setting because you want you want to say buy us yeah. fuck you in in high school it doesn't make sense so uh, let's go with that yeah back up fuck you i'm down <laughs> all right so normally as uh, as i said earlier this would be where i'd collect the words but you already gave me those so instead uh before we go into the revelation of the movie i'm gonna let you pick a color because there's two colors on the mad libs so you're gonna predetermine which color you're gonna get uh or which character or characters you're going to get based on the color you pick so red or blue hmm. i'm definitely like a red guy like, as a child, though, I love the blue. So I have a Coke can sitting in front of me, so I'm going to say red. Red it is. Okay. You'll be reading Red's characters later on, but I won't tell you what characters or what scene yet. But right now, again, your movies were Mortal Kombat, Warriors of Virtue, Power Rangers, TMNT, and How High. I'm going to be quizzing you on Mortal Kombat. Ah, okay. I had a feeling you were going to pick Mortal Kombat, but I was also like, oh, he might pick How High because that movie's so good. <laughs> it is. I was on the fence about a couple of these ones, actually. It was uh, it was a decision that I, ha I had to make with extreme prejudice. So, as you know, 10 questions, one of which will have two answers. My questions are usually really, really diverse in terms of uh, where they come from, be it from in the movie, behind the scenes, uh, budget awards, things like that. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's dive on in. Sounds good. All righty. Question number one. In what Asian country was the movie primarily filmed in? Um, Thailand. The temples in Thailand. Uh, right, number two. Before Lyndon Ashby was cast as Johnny Cage, the person who the character is allegedly modeled after in the game was approached for the role. Do you know who that is? Oh, um, no. I uh, Damn. Um, no. Another, no, I, I, I can't. I can't think of anything. I know who was originally one, cast to play Jax, but... Yeah, I mean, that one. <laughs> no. I, I, I was actually considering using that. But then I was, why would I even waste his name when he would have had 45 seconds to one minute worth of screen time? That's true. That's true. Like, it, it bothers me that they were going to cast him for this. And even now, I'm glad he got the opportunity to do so in the um, the early 2010s, like uh, Rebirth and Legacy things that came out online. Okay. 
uh, yeah, we, we are tough for those who are are not of the know. Michael Jai White. Are you talking about Jai? Ta- oh, it was Mike. Oh, damn. No, 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 not not Johnny, not not for Johnny Cage, for Jax. Oh, for Jax. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about okay. I'm talking about for Jax. He he actually got the opportunity to play as Jax in uh, Rebirth and Legacy yes. from the yes, early he did. 2000s, yeah. yeah, which was great because yeah. he's he is perfect for that role. Perfect. Okay. I was gonna say though, like I would, I would accept a race swap for him to play Johnny Cage. I'll just throw oh, that I agree. out there. He could have played anybody except for probably Liu Kang. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, the uh, unfortunately, the correct answer wasn't that. This I think will come as no to, no surprise to you or anybody else for that matter. Was John Claude Van Damme? Oh, JVD, that's right. Oh my God, oh, I can't yeah. believe I forgot that. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Now, now that yep. you say it, I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> okay. That's okay, okay though. It's okay. Question number three. And this one's going to be a little bit more up your alley. As the movie is a fighting film, it serves as no surprise that there were many ranked martial artists on the set. Can you name the actor or the character the actor plays who was the highest ranked of all of them? Like who had like the the most martial arts skill? The highest ranked martial artist. I, I would assume that would be like uh, in in measuring on. Let's just go with karate. It'd be like the highest belt. I'm not really privy on uh, terms for the other different martial arts, but the most I would say the most experience would be the best way to put it. On set, and they played a character on the movie in the movie. Sorry. Yes. Huh. And you can name the character. Okay, but were were they like were they a main character or just a side character? They were one of the main characters, not one of the three main characters. I'll give you that much information. But out of all of the characters in the movie that were not uh, a quick character, were you talking about um, Shang Tsung? Unfortunately, he's like the oldest. It's not Shang Tsung. No, damn. Was it? Huh. I'm not sure. Damn, because it couldn't be Kano, because that guy didn't look like he could fight. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe one of the ninjas. <laughs> You want to take a throw a name out there? Uh, well, I I don't know. I, my guess was Shag Sung, so you could give me the negative point there. Okay, I'll I'll give you the negative because you're asking so kindly. I feel like you were gonna get it if you took the second swipe because it was Sub Zero. Damn it! Okay, I was good because I was gonna say like it's either Scorpion, Sub Zero, or Reptile, but I was like I was gonna start with Scorpion, so I was gonna get it wrong anyways. Damn it! That's yeah, okay. Francois Petit was his, uh, the actor's name, and yeah, I. Uh, I was surprised to hear that, too, because you don't get to see him show off his skills too very much in that movie, which is a shame because I think he would have been a great fight to watch. He didn't he didn't play all three of the ninjas. No, just um, Casamara was uh, I think it was like Frank Casamara was Scorpion. If I'm remembering this correctly, and I think I am, I don't remember his name, but the guy who played Sub-Zero in Mortal Kombat 2, Violation, was the actor that played Reptile in Mortal Kombat 1. All right. Well, you're still uh, you're still one four three, which isn't terrible. It's it's fairly on par with everybody else so far. Um, question number four: The movie had an incredible soundtrack that many still know and love today, with Techno Syndrome, the song, even being used as the basis of the theme of the remake. The soundtrack was so popular that it actually reached platinum status, which is one million records sold, and did so extremely fast. Do you know how many days it took to go platinum? And if you're within three days, I'll give it to you. How many days it went platinum after it was released? Yeah. Ooh. And I'm, I'm using the word days for a reason. I would probably have to say like four days. It took it four days to reach platinum. So close because of the, well, because of the difference. It actually, you know, it was 10 days. 10 days. I was going to go high, but then you were like, 
I said days, so I was gonna say like a week, but well, most people when damn. I when I say like even fast, like I know some albums take uh, weeks. Yeah, damn. Uh, fun okay. fact about that soundtrack: that is still to this day one of, if not the most popular, and uh, I think most, if not one of the most sold movie soundtracks from a video game ever. I don't doubt it. Like Mortal Kombat, like the movie started off with that song. Like the movie just started off going hard. You know, yeah, so yeah, I, I I I believe that. The thing that I love most, and the song that I love most from this movie, is the reptile song. I cannot not love that song. Every time I hear it, I have to let it play. It's fucking fantastic. And oh, of, of the course. fact the fact that a porn star is the person that produced that song is fucking incredible. Oh shit, I didn't even know that. That's great. That's hilarious. Tracy, Tracy Lords made that song. Okay, I don't even. I've I've, I've no idea who that is. Uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. Yes. Bubbles. Bubbles. Oh, that was her. She did that. Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even know she was yeah. a real porn star. She was. Okay. <laughs> she was also a crybaby way back in the day with Johnny Depp. <laughs> Question number five. Initially, Robin Shu declined to audition for the role before his agent convinced him to reconsider. Do you know why he declined? Robin Shu. That was... Um, Luke Kang. Was it because... Hmm, was it because he... He's only done like one English movie, so like uh, he was. Was it like a language thing or no? It was not a language thing. I'll tell you, it was more about him not wanting to be portrayed as something, and say it's before he knew what he was being, what he was be, uh, actually auditioning for, that he declined because of not wanting to be auditioning for this specific kind of thing. So you mean like a stereotype? Like he didn't want to be the stereotypical That's... Asian guy in the movie? Because you already worded two out of the three big words, I'm just going to give it to you. He thought he was auditioning for the uh, the stereotypical Asian villain role. Uh, was that a thing? Well, think like, you got to think like Bloodsport had JCVD and was it Bolo? Yeah, Bolo Young. Um, uh, big, big Trouble in Little China was Kurt Russell versus an Asian villain, I think. Huh, okay. Well, shit. Uh, that, that's all, that was all timely to that. But I'm still going to give it to you because stereotypical Asian was pretty indicative in and of itself. Yeah, I mean, that's what you'd think. You're like, oh, I have this movie. Look at all the rest of the cast. It's all white people. And then, you know, we want you to play a guy named Liu Kang. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, that actually gets brought up because this isn't one of the questions that's going to come up, so I'll mention it. Robin Chu was actually really good friends with, um, I can't, I want to say it was like Ho Sung or something to that effect. I could be entirely off the name and I'm sorry if I am. But the motion capture actor for Liu Kang from the game, he was very good friends with Robin Chu. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So That's they, hilarious. Well, so Robin should... Chu was on his way. They, yeah, they, they, he had no idea. <laughs> okay, damn. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. So yeah, I'm going to give you that one just because, you know, it, you were pretty damn close already. Question number six, this one's your two-parter. Uh, let's see how much you were paying attention in the movie. In the movie, the phrase Flawless victory is used four times. However, only two instances of it are true to the game's definition. In which two fights is the phrase used properly? Um, the very last scene when Liu Kang kicks Shang Tsung into the spike pit. And he goes, flawless victory. I'd say it's, uh, flawless victory means a perfect, perfect match, right? Like they don't. Yep, they never took damage. So probably then like Liu Kang's, Liu Kang's first fight when he fought that random black guy. I'm going to say that. 
I don't recall him t getting hit there. No, wait, did he? Damn, because I remember a scene of him, like, doing a kick-up. No, because he he drop-kicked the guy. Yeah, I'm going to have to say that first scene with Liu Kang fighting that random black guy who was an actual character from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, his name was Art. Um, <laughs> so you, those are the two you're going with? Um, well, no, because he, he definitely got hit, get it, like, with Shang Tsung. Yeah. Um, what is the, another one? I'll, I'll give you another hint on this one because it's this one's it's a little bit more broad. One of the fights didn't involve... Uh, a main character or even a relevant character. It didn't? Is did that not. what you said? It, it did One not. One of the characters was a main character, but the, they fought against was a non-character, irrelevant person. Well, that just like that just sounds like Luke Kang and that, and that guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Basically, damn, this, I'm trying... this, the other person in that fight could have and probably was just an extra. Okay. Well, I'm trying to think. Like the main, The main characters, like Johnny Cage's first fight was against Scorpion. Mm -hmm. And then he, and, and then he, he basically, yeah. And then he fought Goro, and I don't think he got hit there, because he just like punched him in the balls and then ran away, and then kind of kicked him off the side of the thing. But I don't think anybody said flawless victory. Now, does the, in this like in the movie, are you saying like they actually say the word flawless victory? Because I only really remember the two. Mm -hmm. I only remember the those two. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm let's say Johnny Johnny versus Goro. Okay, so you're saying Johnny and Goro, and then Lou and Art from the beginning yeah all right well i can give you one out of the two uh because i think i'm pretty positive as a matter of fact that lou did in fact get knocked down you were right i'm pretty sure he got like either kicked or tripped or something mm -hmm. the other one was the one that i had mentioned without the uh the relevant secondary character the extra so to speak and that was when sub-zero blew that guy into pieces with his ice blast oh that doesn't count that wasn't a round of the match that was a dis that was a display like eh, show was that was him just, like showing up was it really oh okay I mean, he said the because that was too victory. outworld oh okay i get you damn okay i didn't even think of that because like yeah it was one of shang Tsung's guys like mm -hmm. being commanded to go and he did all that and he did all that like stupid pre-martial arts crap and then just got turned into ice and disintegrated <laughs> he was making all those fucking noises and shit <laughs> yeah Right? I was like, oh, yeah, when I was watching, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to get washed. No ifs, ands, or buts. You got fucking more than washed. That's, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, you got one out of the two there. That's good. Let's see if you can get this one. Question number seven. What famous 1973 martial arts movie serves as inspiration for both the game and the movie, with some scenes from the movies being seen as nearly identical? Oh, damn. Um... This movie is probably one of the most famous martial arts movies from the 70s ever. Maybe even ever, ever. Like Enter the Dragon? Nailed it. Okay, yeah, because they have that whole beach fighting scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is right out of Mortal Kombat. Or, well, Mortal Kombat right takes that right out of Enter the Dragon. Yeah. Yep, that was a very... I figured you were going to get that one with a little bit of a hint. I, I probably didn't even need to guide you that much. No, because the, the, the Enter the Dragon was the only thing. The only iffy thing I had in my head was am I saying the right movie? Because I knew the scene, mm -hmm. but all Bruce Lee's movies all kind of have random ass names. You know what I mean? Because there was no dragon in Enter the Damn Dragon. Okay. <laughs> Bruce Lee is the dragon. Duh. <laughs> right? But yeah. All right, okay. Very good. Very good. Making a comeback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I think you'll be able to get this one. This one's one of those name questions. Name the extremely famous actor who plays Shang Tsung. Oh, shit. Um, God damn it. I know this. I know this. I know this. Tagawa. Tagawa. I'll give it to you because you got the last name. Hold on, though. I want to try and remember his first name. Okay. You you have the right first letter, I think. Uh, Hiroyuki Tagawa? Maybe that's what his full name was. Uh, according to what I read, it was Kari Tagawa. Okay. Tagawa. Maybe it's just his American stage name for that reason. Gotcha. Which wouldn't be surprising. I mean, you know, a lot of people I mean, he, simplify their names. No, he is iconic in that role. Question number nine, we're almost at the end here. In the movie, an uncredited voice portrays Reptile and Shao Kahn. Can you name the actor or one of the characters he is known for? Okay, yeah, that's uh, Frank Weckler. Welker? Welker. Wel- Welker. Yes, very yeah. good. Last question. Let's see if you can get this one. This one uh, This one might be a little bit more difficult for you. This is a before-after kind of thing, so let's see. Question number 10. Before the henchmen were ninjas, what were they slated to be? Meaning, instead of ninjas, what were supposed to be there? Ninjas? So are, are, are they calling those guys in the hoods ninjas? Yes. Okay, because they were not ninjas. They were like no. Arabian thugs. That's what they looked like. <laughs> they had the no. They had the baggy pants, the 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 hooded turban thing. Yeah. Those were not ninjas. Uh, Sub Zero and Scorpion were ninjas. Damn. Okay, so they're not. They weren't supposed to be ninjas originally. Are you talking about like the tar? They were supposed to be like the Baraka race, like the Tarkatas. Tark. Tark. Yes. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Is that, is that the <laughs> you answer? Knew what yeah. You were talking about. Yes. That yeah. Is. Okay. That totally makes sense because they are enslaved in all the games. They are enslaved to the underworld or the outer world, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Very good. Seven out of eleven. Yes, made that comeback. I was getting worried there at the beginning. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> That's all good. Made that comeback. I got a I got a question for you to test how good you do your research. What's up? Who was originally supposed to play Sonya Blade? Oh, I did research this too, and I almost asked you. It was originally going to be um, Cameron Diaz, but then she injured her wrist while training to do the role. All right, so yeah, there you there you go, people. John does his research properly. <laughs> yes, I do. I make sure that I know what I'm talking about most of the time before I bring <laughs> to prove them wrong. Uh, okay, so that's, this inspires me to ask you a counter question. What was special about Bridget Wilson's uh, performance in the role? She didn't have a stunt double. She was actually like doing, she was actually filming the scenes herself. Yep. She did not have a stunt double for any of her scenes. Mm-hmm. I did notice that actually while watching it and stuff, because I was like, the chick who played Sonya Blade in the second one could not fight for her life. So I was like, oh, okay, she's actually doing her own, her own uh, stuff in this one. Yeah, so. which is impressive because she was like the only non-martial artist on set. Yeah. Now that we're at the Mad Libs portion, uh, the scene that me and you are going to be riffing on is the scene where Kano and Goro interact while Kano is stuffing his face and the Heroes 3 are overlooking them from the upper part of their cave. Okay. Um, but you elected for Red. Yeah. So you are going to be playing Johnny Cage once and Goro for the rest. Okay. I am going to be Kano and Sony at once. See, me, I believe in a rubbery fight. You know, one-on-one, man-to-man, end-to-end, like my brother taught me. But what I just saw wasn't very rubbery. That's <laughs> Rafiki. Forget about Rafiki. Who's the other guy? Then he punches this guy, right? 
Then he spins. I could see his kangaroos and everything. Almost like <laughs> a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rough. But I want to know, if this Ash Ketchum guy is so slimy, how come he's got such a bumpy-looking rat? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, anyway, God gives me the creeps. Fight these moments. That was his bong. Atch Ketchum is an ugly sorcerer. The smelly... <laughs> the smelly cultivate his favor. Those who smoke, his power becomes his eyes. <laughs> Cowabunga. I haven't seen any of them around. <laughs> you, Toe, you know nothing. He enslaves <laughs> shells. He learns the leathery arts from the king himself. You're some kind of dude too, right? I am Son Goku, general of the armies of the sewer, prince of the smooth realm of space. <laughs> smooth? What's that? Something like Harry? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, something like that. I'm kind of a hairy boss, too. Well, I mean, back at the subway. How lucky for them, back at the subway. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I, was, I wasn't sure how that was going to come out. <laughs> it always comes out good. <laughs> it's, it's pretty hard to top some of the things that have come out in the past, like when Jacob accidentally said, when the pants will come down, they'll do you. <laughs> That, that okay. shit was great. <laughs> so I, I love when shit turns out like this. And I, now that I know that it works with the whole pre predetermining the list thing, I think I'm going to stick to it because this, this was great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Smooth? What's that? Something like Harry? But no! <laughs> Total opposite. <actually>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Yeah, oh my god. That's great. All right, man. Let's, uh, as you said, you want to post up on your socials. Let me know. I know that you only have, what, Instagram right now, I think you said, but let everyone know where they can find you and um, let them know when the show drops because I'm going to drop this one before your show comes out. So, yeah. So, my show, Senjo World, is coming out August 3rd, I believe, the first Thursday of August. And. You can check out the socials. By the time that comes out, I will have... Uh, so I have the Instagram page as Senjo World Pod, or Senjo World Podcast. I'm going to make a Twitter very soon, and it's also just going to be called Senjo World Podcast. I'm going to try and name everything Senjo World Podcast. So wherever you, you find stuff, just look for Senjo World Podcast, and I should be there. And if you're looking for the podcast itself, it's going to be on Spotify, Apple, Google... Wherever you get your podcast. So, and also, if you have any suggestions for me, like what characters you want to see fight other characters, anime characters, obviously, shoot me a message on any of the said platforms. Instagram is probably your best bet. Yeah, so yeah, just keep an eye out for Senjo World everywhere. I'm looking forward to it. There's a lot of characters that I do know about that I've seen. I mean, obviously, Dragon Ball. I know Sailor Moon. I know, I mean, there's a couple other ones that are going to, I'm sure, pass through your, uh, your show that I'll, I'll recognize for sure, despite my lack of actual... We, we do have Sailor Moon on the list, but uh, I haven't quite yet found an opponent for her because she is omnipotent and extremely strong. So I have to try and find somebody. Like, she technically can beat Goku. What? 
Yes. Sailor Moon is... But there's lots of characters who can be Goku in anime because there's so many super powerful characters. Hmm. Right? It's just like, you gotta think of... Goku is kind of like Superman, right? Yeah. Superman is crazy strong, but there are plenty of characters who will more than likely beat him, you know? Duly noted. So, I, uh, I look yeah, that. So, yeah, right? And with Superman technically getting his own anime now, uh, might be able to, you know, do a couple battles with uh, animated Superman. So, Joker and Harley are, are jumping into an isekai, which is anime, so... If I can find a matchup to fight those guys, I will mm. gladly use Joker and Harley Quinn as well. The biggest complication with everything is just finding a good matchup. Because, you know, you don't want somebody to get stomped, but then, you know what I mean? Like I said, it kind of takes away the fun of comparing all their powers. But if somebody suggests something and I'm like, ooh, that sounds good, I throw it in the thing. Like, coming up on my show, I have, let's say, for example, um, Endeavor from My Hero Academia who's this fire dude, and I'm pitting him up against uh, this guy named Escanor from Seven Deadly Sins. Now, the guy from Seven Deadly Sins, I'm pretty sure is going to stomp him, but they're both fire-using characters, so that's their connection. And I, I, I see that working very well for quite a while. Yeah, I'm excited. Like I said, August 3rd. Check it out. As for me, everyone knows where you can find me, but I'll say it as always. Instagram and threads at the underscore mad underscore trivia underscore podcast on Twitter at the mad trivia pod and on TikTok at the mad trivia podcast. Me and you started giggling from pretty much rubbery. So, <laughs> so <laughs> um, I, th- I think it's, it's very safe to say that when I get you back for another one of your movies, uh, it's going to be just as fun, especially if you come up with such a ridiculously diverse group of words that you did like you did today. Well. This was super fun, um, and for sure, we definitely got to link back up for another episode, and I look forward to coming on for your Goku episode. For those of you listening to this episode right now on the day that it's released, that'll be coming out this Thursday, so make sure you check out Senjo World as well, and make sure you follow and share, rate, review, subscribe if anime is your thing. Check out Zach's show. Well, until next time, movie and Mad Libs nerds, enjoy your two-week break from the show, and I will see you next time. And now let's get rid of this fucker, Greg.